So. Hey, Vance. Yeah. It's Dave. How you doing, yet? buddy? Huh? Are we having fun yet? Oh man, I'll tell you, we're having a lot of fun. I'm sorry I'm late. I just hung up from Paul Preston of New California Movement, and uh, they just got word that Trump threatened Gavin Newsom with being replaced as governor. Yeah, I know. He can't do it, but that's this is the power that the Republicans have given this man, and they're letting him get away with it because they want it. Okay, all right. Well, we'll have to explore that. And it's bad because, you know what, no one, no one's bitching about it. Dave, that's the problem. Okay, let's save let, let's save this for the interview, though. I don't want to kill the interview here. Yeah, and you heard about the surge, right? The who? The surge. He announced, President Trump announced the surge, six major cities. Oh, yeah, about... Military, uh, weapons, military weapons and federal forces. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I think there's an ulterior motive there. But, um, all oh, right. there is. Yeah, oh, let me... Is. Let me set this up and we'll jump right in here. Um, we're going in uh, three, two, one. Hey everybody, welcome back. Dave Hodges here at The Common Sense Show. You're listening to our guest segment and you know we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Don't forget to patronize our sponsors. They keep the lights on. We talked about them in the first segment. Uh, preparewithdave.com, best durable food, lowering prices in a crisis. Water with Dave. 40% off, both of these 40% off, waterwithdave.com, lowering prices in a crisis, and then Noble Gold, of course, 877-646-5347, diversify, 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 you keep all your money in the bank, all your wealth there, you're going to be in trouble, so you want to give the good people at Noble Gold a call, that's who keeps the lights on here at the Common Sense Show, and we have an old familiar favorite, someone I've known for, gosh, we're going to approach pretty soon, three decades, since 1993, I've known Vance Davis, formerly of the NSA. Uh, Vance used to be on the lecture circuit. A little more low profile now, but still active, still a good source of information. And we're the beneficiary of the fact that he comes on our show and shares the latest. Today, we're going to be talking about the creation of a federal police force and the increased domestic militarization of the country. And some people who are 10th Amendment fans, you know, separation of powers, they're really concerned about this. And among them is Vance, our guest. Vance, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate you having me and stuff. And yeah, this this one gets to me because of what happened in 1990 with the six of us about domestic terrorism or domestic powers that are being eroded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... The police state is a big fear of people. Mm -hmm. And we are seeing through executive powers, through certain laws and certain accesses, accesses to the Department of J and Judicial Department. And this, the Judicial Department, I'm talking judges are scared to death of this, really. I've talked to a few judges now, and they are scared to death of what's happening here. And they're concerned, and they ask me, who is directing this? Because they told me, they know for a fact, many of them, and Republicans, many of them, that Trump cannot do this by himself. And why is he being pushed to do this? So it's a question of who's involved and how far and how many Democrats and how many Republicans are involved. Because right. both parties are involved in this, Dave. Both. This is, this is, beyond, this is beyond partisan politics. This is, this is to control the United States, to control 
the power to control the states, to control the cities. It's for some reason, they're wanting to control everything here. And, and we've talked about it before about the state. Uh, we're talking a world state. So, um, yeah, and it's just, you know, and it's it started before Trump, but it's it's been more in 2017. I mean, he passed, he, he did two, um, I want to call it two executive orders that tend to make it more, and that was enhancing public safety in the interior of the United States. Um, and that was order number 13768, if anybody wants to look that up. And then the other one's Executive Order 13223, uh, <clears throat> which amended uh, 13814, uh, well, 13814 that amended the uh, Executive Order 13223, which gives us National Emergencies Act um, to give more power to the executive office. And, you know, that they get basically that second one gives the authority for using under national emergency military. Secretaries of the Army, Navy, Air Force, in the direction of the Secretary of Defense and the, and the President. Um, and that, that's, you know, <clears throat> in certain circumstances, I can understand that. In other ones, that's just a catch-all for yes. everything. And, and that just bothers me. And we've eroded at that point. And then in Chicago, President Trump here recently, I think yesterday, with the police uh, chiefs and chiefs captains and uh, talk announced with uh, Barr that he's going to have Barr, they're going to institute the surge. Um, it's, and he calls it the surge. And it's federal authorities that are basically going to be um, filling in and allowing, how do you want to call it, uh, bringing in forces, federal forces into these cities, and also allowing them to get military wep weapons grade into the uh, into the police forces. They call it Operation Relentless, Relentless Pursuit, is what it's called. There was a move under Obama to militarize police forces, too, and there was a number attached to it. There I was. don't remember. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do, and there was. So this is not this is not just Republican and Democrat. That's why I said it seems like this is going everywhere. Mm -hmm. And Operation Relentless Pursuit, is one of them, and the cities, I mean, right now they're they're kicking these cities. So the first cities they're hitting uh, is Albuquerque, Baltimore, Cleveland, Detroit, Kansas City, Memphis, and Milwaukee hmm. as part of Operation Relentless uh, Pursuit. And they play up the numbers, and this has come from several sources, Dave, of this threat of gangs and violence, which has dropped over the past 20 years significantly, they're using that as they've been playing it up over the past 10 years, how it's been really, really bad. And also it gives the police freedom to do whatever they want to do. If they shoot someone, that's okay. They will not be charged for it in this, in this operation, in the surge. They're going to be How do they, uh, how do they justify this, Vance? How do they justify the uh, shooting, maybe the unprovoked shooting of civilians? Uh, because it's a... It's, uh, it's because the president says he can. That's basically what it says. He's allowed, it says, he says, I've been given the right to do this. I'm the chief uh, enforcement officer of the, of the uh, nation, and I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's what he's been convinced that he can do. Um, <clears throat> and I, it's just scary how far this has gotten um, and how basically he's told certain people 
um, that you know military military grade weaponry and the police. I mean, I can understand that at times needs, but as a normal avenue, you're basically militarizing the the local and and uh, state police departments. Now, SWAT usually has that, correct? They usually have certain things that they can use, but they follow certain rules. And there is a movement amongst the non-whites that this is directed to them, and, and they have a reason to believe that because the inner cities are what they're attacking. They're going into the inner cities that have, as he claims, has uh, bad schools, bad people, bad governors, bad uh, leaders in the city, and we're going to go in and take care of it. And that's been several comments from certain people in the White House, if, and not from Trump directly. But. but even if you don't agree with Trump's actions, and I can tell that you don't, <laughs> even if you don't agree, Trump's statement regarding blue cities under Democratic control is pretty accurate. I'm not saying they're not. I mean, Baltimore's in bad shape, Dave. But does that mean you militarize everything and go in and just attack the hell out of it? Well, I, yeah, people, I, I think enforcement is debatable. I, I, I hear what you're saying. You know, you know what this reminds me of to some degree. It's, and I don't know if you're familiar with the executive order. It, it, Obama's executive order one three six zero three. Yeah, I do. I do know that one. Where they can basically take over anything, conscript labor without uh, compensation, Correct. which is slavery. Uh, they can send you off to the camps to to do labor, just like it's Nazi they Germany. They can also take land. So, I mean, it's both parties. This is what I'm trying to say, Dave. It's both parties. And you open that door, it's like a rolling rock down the hill. How much more is it? That rock, once it starts rolling, how are you going to close that door? How are you going to stop it? Mm -hmm. This is the concern. Because once you open these doors, now, okay, you got the six cities that the surge is going to happen. What cities are next? Does that mean that he's going to constrip and take over California as a federal authority? Um, he he's talking that way now. Oh, you are so on the money. Uh, he okay. just Trump just announced that if Gavin Newsom can't fix California, he'll do it for him. And California has never been fixed, Dave. They've always had money issues. They've had conspiracies. They've had corruption. That's California. It's, it's, it happens all the time in California. You Look how huge California is. It's a nation unto itself in the way of economy, correct? I agree. <clears throat> Texas is the same way. How how long is it going to take for Texas to piss off certain people and they say, oh, we're going to take Texas over now? Because that's been threatened before, too, in the past. Um, you know, so it's a matter of how far is this going to go? How far are we going to push? Being he's saying that we're going to do a surge now and outright saying that we're going to do a surge, or I'm going to work with William Barr to make this happen with federal forces without using military, which means he's using and the FBI is not a police force. It's a, it's a police. It's, the FBI is an investigative branch. It's not really a police force. They're not policemen. So what could he use that's otherwise? Well, all of a sudden they're hiring a bunch of people and training them for uh, the patrols, for the border patrols and stuff. And that's why he's going to bring in. A, plus, he has. Does he have the right to ask the government who's friendly now, Dave? Who's friendly to use uh, national guard? Yes, he does. Can you see now, let's say, New York or Baltimore, all of a sudden you have National Guard troops all over the city now controlling, patrolling the city? Martial law. 
Because honestly, honestly, I'll tell you, the police in many cases are outgunned and outmanned. Would True. you agree? Yeah, I totally agree. Okay. So we have built that situation. The the cities and the government and the and the states cannot afford to do the police force the way they should. I, I agree with that. I have no problems with that. So what do we do? Well, I think they're just overkill. Now, why would they do this overkill? Why would they do this now before he gets out of office? Because something's getting set up to make a major event to cause martial law demand. And when martial law is enacted, guess what is superseded, Dave? And I, I'm going to be a bearer of scary news. Okay. You don't have an election. You know, it's gun confiscation? Yep. Over my dead body. Shutting down all the drug, in other words, enforcing the drug laws of the state or the federal government. That means going after all the marijuana states. Okay, that's fine. And then doing this and doing that. And then next thing you know, they're going into churches, which the Hitler did. They go into churches to find people that are speaking against the government. Then you have martial law because now it's become such a big play out. You declare martial law and then you supersede and you declare that we're going to postpone any elections until this until this martial law is over. Hmm. It's been done in the past. It's been done in other countries. It's never been done in the United States. There's already certain governors that have asked for uh, the secession of voting this year. That's scary. Dave. Could, That's could, very scary. Yeah. Could happen naturally with the coronavirus spread. It could. But why not why not do several events that could cause it? In other words, set up three or four or five that you could utilize that way. Aren't these primarily Democratic governors asking for cessation of voting? No. No. The three that asked were Republican governors. They asked President Trump exactly to say, Hey, we need to because I'm scared of this, I wanna do this. Hmm. That's I want surprising. to succeed. I want to make sure no voting isn't because I don't want people to congregate in my state. One of them was South Carolina. I know that. Was it South Carolina or North Carolina? One of the two. It's a Republican government. I, I can look it up again. But I was following that too, and I was like, well, that's not going to go anywhere because no one would do that. Federal government wouldn't even do that. They can ask, but it's not going to happen. But with what you're telling me now about California and some other things going on, hmm, you know, who knows? Well, and with the reports now out now that that Putin has put out that we're gonna that Putin put out that we're gonna affect the election this year, he stated that 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 you know we're gonna have our effect to it. Well, you know, I don't know why this. That. With regard to foreign influence, I don't know why this election would be any different than any other. I mean, we we influence elections, we rig elections in our country. So uh, we do. I, we I have a lot of problems. I'm not shocked why, by why that. I looked at that headline I'm about not. Russian interference, and I said, "So what?" They've done it in the '80s. They've done it with the Reagan. They've done it a lot. It's the matter. It's the passion that now everything's on the internet. Everything's on social media. So it's became a mistake. But the issue is, what is the ultimate goal? Is the ultimate goal to create the one world order now? So to do that, you have to you have to weaken the United States military might in the seas. You have to weaken you have to weaken its its monetary might um, because the stock market is so it's so fake how high it is. 
it takes one event to make it crash. Now they're going to, they're keeping it up falsified. They're using paper. It's all paper, Dave, you know that. It, well, it's federal it's so reserve. High. It's federal reserve toilet paper is what I call it. Right. Exactly what it is. And it, they're keeping it up to keep everybody happy because more people make more money off it collapsing than they do making money. But it's, 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 there's a big game going on, and now the pieces are falling into place. This is a big one. A military state or a military police or a police force, a national police force in the United States, which has never had one, and declaring a surge and going into cities and doing it on the auspices of immigration or bad cities or bad areas of the city, and we're going to go into the Bronx and we're going to – Take, shut down the schools and take the and this is one of the things they're, they want to shut down the schools that have crime and federalize the, the schools the public schools this is one of the arguments they have now i found so are they going to do that and now you're going to have like we had in the 60s forcing black you know basically making the schools take blacks in you remember that in the 60s now are they going to militarize the public schools and have national guards at the schools making sure the students get in and get out you know, what's yeah. that do? Well, some people like that. I've, I've read articles where people like that, that. Yeah, we should send the National Guard to run the public schools or have police can't do it. So let's have it so we don't have any more shootings. Yeah, you should have them read what's a treatise on the... Uh, well, I think they should read a treatise on the uh, Hitler Youth Movement. They are in favor of this. Yeah, no kidding. But what doors... This opens doors, Dave, that, as you can tell, I'm energetic about this, that scared the hell out of me. Because now it's gonna now if it keeps going, it's gonna affect you and me even more directly and personally than what it has been. How do you see those? Thing, how do you see those? You're gonna have. Go ahead. I was Sorry. gonna say, how do you see those effects playing out for you, for the average person? Okay, let's say we're talking on the radio now, and all of a sudden the knock comes on the door and says, "Hey, you can't be talking about this stuff because we have a national surge." and you're causing disruption that we don't want. Let's call it simple. Okay, he's already cut, he, he has he has already decided, or whoever has decided for him, that they're gonna cut all funds to NPR and National Public Radio and, and PBS and all that stuff. I don't have a problem with that. I, I don't like these private okay. entities but, using our tax dollars anyway, so that wouldn't get my ire. NPR is not really a private entity, but I understand what I understand where you're coming from. But what if they say you can't be on the radio now, Dave? What's the next step? Okay, now that's different. But cutting funding is not censorship. No, I don't mind the funding issue. It's this this the cutting off. What all of a sudden he comes out and says whether you like them or not. You know what? I'm going to outlaw CNN and arrest all their newscasters. Well, that's not what I'm hearing, though. I mean, yeah, listen. Oh, it's been brought up. It's been I, brought I, up. No, it's not going to happen that way. I, I don't see I, that happening. Well, um, CNN know. is a rogue organization. It's a propaganda arm of the CIA. But I, I say let them operate. You know, they're sinking themselves. Their ratings are below the toilet level. Uh, people well, make fun of them now. Right. They, they, they're they the anti-Trump channel. So, Vance, when I look at that, you know, that's why I don't, I don't believe in censorship. People discredit themselves. Disagree. They discredit themselves when they say stupid things. Yeah, and you have you have two sides to that. You have the CNN, then you have Fox, which is pro-Trump. You have a the media is so screwed up. Okay, it is. Dave. The media is so screwed up. They, 
who pays for the media? Advertising. You and I don't. Well, we do indirectly through purchasing products through advertising. Okay, but who really dictates what they report in the United States? The, the little cab the cabal, them. the cabal. The people that own them. It doesn't matter who they are. It's the people that own them. They have their own agendas, which is true, and that's why I look at. That's why I watch all news sources. Remember, you and I talked about that. I look at everything. I even look at independent things that go on, like TYT. Okay. I look at all of them. I view all of them because somewhere in there, there's always a piece of truth everywhere. Yeah, you know, I will grant you this: so all all disinfo ends uh, or begins with a true statement. True, because otherwise it wouldn't be sold. Because it has to have some truth in belt. Just like when we deal with alien stories or this, there has to be some truth to it somewhere. Okay. Yeah, you saw a ship in Phoenix. You saw the triangles in Phoenix. Yeah, we know for a fact now those were military aircraft that they were testing. Okay? But that's a secret, but now it's not as much as a secret. So there's always there's always conspiracies. There's always there's some truth to every conspiracy. Would you agree? Most part, yes. Yes. Okay. There's always some truth to it. But when you come out and say, as as he has done in Chicago, we're gonna do this surge and we're going to federalize, we're going to bring in the federal troops into these cities, and we're going to do this. It raises my alarms because what's the next step? What's your next goal of doing that? You're going to bring all these military weapons. You're going to let the police have military weapons. You have now passed it to where federal charges will not be brought against police if they shoot somebody in the defense of their duty. That's done. That's been done. DOJ as, as the bar has basically made that a rule now that the police cannot be charged for crimes in the process of doing their duty does um, it surprise you to know that Ran that uh, bar was involved with the randy weaver case no yeah it does not say same not men dad. same mentality yeah <laughs> and you know my concern is dave with all this is now we got to be really have a watchful eye on what's going on because the pieces are being the chessboard has been set up. Now pieces are being played, and we mm -hmm. talked about this 30 years ago about how the chess pieces they have they take their time. They're not in a rush to make some of this happen, but they have to have the pieces in place to set the board. Would you, do you remember that discussion? We had oh yeah, we we had that discussion more than once. No question. Yeah. Okay. They can't do anything until all the pieces are in place. And a big thing here, until the public demands it, guess what the public is demanding, or majority, some, a lot of the public is demanding in the United States? Change. Would you agree? Well, define change, though. What kind? Okay, get all the immigrants out. We want all the immigrants out. This is what's being played. I don't think Trump is saying Trump is not saying that. Not everybody believes that. But Trump is not saying that. That's that's an overgeneralization. I'm not saying Trump. I'm saying the public. There's certain people in the public. Some minority. Minority. What we want, and I speak for myself too, I want felony committers, criminals, serious criminals, rape, robbery, murder. Oh, I want yeah. them. I want them gone from our country if they're not citizens, if they commit these crimes. Okay, 
and I'm in the same boat, okay, because I believe everybody gets a chance. But the thing is, you've got to be smart about it. So, you know, the thing is, if a person grows up here, I'm not talking about some of them are, I mean, how many how many mathematicians do we have from India in this country working at our major corporations now? Too many. Yeah, but you know what? Where do we replace them with, Dave? No one's. Most Americans aren't going into those fields anymore. You're, you're correct. You're, you're right part. about that. Yep. Okay. What are we going to fill them with? Right now, we have strawberries. They plowed under millions of acres of strawberries and other plants and stuff because they had no pickers. There was a program in the government that's still there. Trump is kind of driving it to where they have what's called a foreign worker program. Have you heard of that? Yes. Okay. The government pays a certain fee and they pay taxes on the money. They bring workers in from whatever, from other countries, from Mexico. They come and pick the fields or do the wheat or do whatever. And they do that for six months and then they go back and the government pays for that. Okay. They're not coming over anymore. So now you have crops that aren't being picked or apples. You can't tree, you can't machine pick apples. You damage them. Same with the strawberries. So you have issues there. But now you have a police force, getting back to our, our search thing. How many illegals do you think there really are in California, percentage-wise? I know you have the figures of what you think. I don't know. I, I, listen, the figures are mired in disinformation because the numbers vary so widely. But if you were just to ask me the common sense question, what, 40 million people? Um, I'd say 3 million. Okay. So you're taking, you're saying maybe less than 5%. No, I'm saying about 8%. Okay. The average nationwide is 5% in mm-hmm. any state. Okay. And those are all immigrants that are registered or non-registered. Now, you take that down to people that are there that are not registered that we don't know about, okay? Because those aren't recorded, it could be higher up to your 8%. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. So your 5% is stuff we know about. There's another 3% we don't know about. Because how much money, and we talked about this before, how much money do you think goes to Mexico every month? through Walmart or through other money means goes to Walmart from this country goes into Mexico to families an incredible amount billions billions of dollars okay they work here they send their money back it has built roads and schools and stuff in Mexico our money has that they've made here okay not that's a bad thing it's just they're undocumented and do you think Walmart or any of these other places that send money care whether you're a legal citizen or not to send money? No. Because they're getting their cut, correct? Just like, uh, how, oh, Bush. Bush tried to do the drug, tried to cut down drugs, right, in the country? You remember that? No, the war on drugs was a miserable failure, though. Right, because it was never going to happen because there's too much money involved. The police departments don't want to. They want it because they get to keep everything they get. You knew that, right? Well, you, if you're talking about civilian asset forfeiture, yes. Correct. Yes. Okay. That is worth billions of dollars as well. Now, would the government make more money if they legalized certain drugs and taxed the hell out of it? Yes. And that's what's happening. But that doesn't mean all drugs. 
Okay. But the surge, my concern is the surge, they're, they're using it under, they're going to target gangs, drug traffickers, high crimes, uh, immigrants, um, what they call uh, blight. You heard that, right? What do you mean by blight? Blight. Okay, a building that is uninhabited, supposedly, but it looks make the, it looks bad. Okay, part of the surge is they want to go in the building and possibly take it down in the city. Man, so, if you, you go wonder. to Chicago, there are areas in Chicago proper that you see whole whole blocks that have nobody living in them. They're dead. They're dead. Uh, houses, dead buildings, dead factories. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, the same That's thing is blocked. true in in uh, in um, excuse me, Detroit too. Brain aneurysm there for a second. Detroit, St. Louis has some of that problem. Yeah, because the there, there's no there's no business in these middle of these urban areas to cement the community. No. And so, what does that what does that that instills crime, crime, high yep. crime, yep. other problems, alternative black yeah, market economy, and see that's Correct. what and, Trump. And you have, yeah. that, that's what Trump says he's going after, though, with this. And I'm not saying the way he's going about it's right; it's unconstitutional. Um, but uh, but there there is. is a that's legitimate. Constitutional. But there's a legitimate. Um, how do I put this? There is a legitimate interest that the government should have in these high crime areas. I agree one hundred percent. I agree one hundred percent. My big concern about what I what we talked about earlier before we did this show, while I was telling you how they're going about this and how they're doing this, raises a lot of alarms. Mm-hmm. And why I went AWOL in nineteen ninety raises a lot of alarms. That means these super they're superseding any form of law that we have on the books. And they're superseding anything that powers that the federal government has over states. Are they doing this under the guise of NDAA? You know, that's a good question. Remind the listeners, remind us, remind us all how deep the NDAA is. 2011, Obama convinced Congress, Democratic Congress, it'd be a good idea if we suspended due process for people that we declare to be enemy combatants. And who gets to declare them? The president or his designee. So they get to declare someone an enemy, whether they're proven that way or not. They can be snatched off the street without due process. They can be held indefinitely. They could be murdered, you'd never know. They don't get their phone call. They don't get a lawyer. And if there is a trial, they can introduce hearsay evidence against them. It's a totally so rigged was, process. So that, that was started after after uh, Bush to go after with the bombing in 2001, correct? Part of it. No, the NDAA was... No, you're talking about Patriot Act there. The no, NDAA, no, I know, but it expanded. He expanded that with the NDAA, correct? No, the NDAA the was... NDAA a, no, the N, that. I don't think it's an expansion. I, I think you might be able to argue that, but it was a standalone legislative action. It gets renewed every year, and it's wholly unconstitutional. I mean, even Chris Matthews spoke out against this when it passed. Even Rachel Maddow, that nut, oh, that job, like she even, they even came out against this because basically what it is, it's Soviet-style KGB come and get you in the middle of the yeah. night. And they do, and you know what, Dave? We, we, we do that anyway, just not openly like this. 
that may be that may be something they're using. They're not talking about it. I know for a fact that Rachel Maddow is going nuts over this. What we're talking about, because uh, and she's a smart cookie. She really one of the smarter ones out there. But she says it's it's not that he's doing it. It's it's the purpose and where it's going. Where's this Where's this going to end? What's the next step? Is it just going to go in, do it done, get it done, or move out? Or is this going to be a permanent thing that they're going to try to do? And, the, and once it works in one city or these six cities, are they going to expand it to other cities because now they can get the UN troops involved? Now you're talking. By the way, I got to say this too: we we share a lot of opinions in common, but uh, admiration of Rachel Maddow is not one of them. The woman is a nut job, and she's a flaming liberal. And and I don't mind people being yeah. liberal as long as the Constitution remains the final judge. To her, the Constitution is a speed bump. To all of them, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. She's worse than she's worse than her and Chris Matthews and Don Lemon. They, they, they are absolute Soviet-style Bolsheviks, Vance. That that there there is nothing resembling America in those people. Well, there's I can say that about on the other side too. There's just a bunch of them that are just so tied up and I don't know what you want to call it. I, they either, I don't know if they've, they haven't been. Well, the that. other side is fascism. Let, let's be honest. Fox news is, is a really disguised opposition. It's, it's friendly opposition and they dress up in their suits and get their pretty little girls out there and smile, Trump, 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 freedom, 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 economy, yeah, economy, economy. And they hit us with all this BS and the reality is, is they're setting up fascism from a business standpoint. I agree. And, and all of them are doing that. I, that. I think all the news media is doing that. No, no, they're not. The left is doing something different. CNN is not about fascism. CNN is about wealth redistribution and confiscation. Well, to me, it's two different I'm animals. It's all to the same program is what I mean, Dave. No, I don't think so. I really don't. I, I, I'll tell you. I, I, I Listen. I can't stand you the don't fascism. Think all for no, one world order. No, they, they, there's different factions of the new world order, as I've well, learned. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah there, there are, are different factions, and we yeah we have done a show on this. But Vance, I'm going to tell you this: the, the Democrats, if they were to have their way, I'd have nothing. With the Republicans, I would get oh, something, yeah. but it would be what they let me have. There's a difference between the two. One's worse than well, the other. There is. It's very subtle, but yes, there is. And. And it seems like to the Republican friends that I have, and you got to remember, I'm kind of in the middle, Dave, and, and I have a lot of friends that are really conservative. They, this bugs that I've been talking to them the past week over this, and they, they are very concerned that a lot of Republican senators and, and House members are keeping their mouth shut, sitting on their hands, doing nothing, knowing full well that basically they said the Republican Party basically was sold out. This is what they're telling me. They're so upset because this goes against the Republican values that have been there for years and years and years. And they don't know how or why it happened. Well, it started happening a few years ago. I, I think it started happening way back in Reagan. I really do. The the breakdown of, of our parties, of both parties, and the usurpation usurp of both parties on different things. Um, in fact, I then maybe this will be the last election that has any parties at all. Who knows? It could go that bad, Dave. So where you have a choice of this person or that person, but there's no party. It's just this is the 
you know, Americans you have, and, and we're going to decide this one. Or there's no more elections at all. It could go that bad. Um, I don't want it to, and I, I think we're smarter than that as a people to allow that. But something, something's being set up, like we, we talked before, and you know it too. You, you and I both agree. The pieces are in play now, and we've seen too much. California, what you told me today, that's another piece. That's, that's something's going on there. And what other states are under that threat besides California? Can the federal government can the federal government remove a governor? That's the question. Well, that's what Trump is threatening to do to Newsom. And is he threatened? He, he's threatened to other people too. I know he threatened. Uh, what was it? Was it Washington State or? or no, it was. Uh, he did another one too. Nothing came of it. But yeah, okay, so he's threatening Newsom. So who's pushing those strings? And then you have to ask yourself too. You know what? What does this mean in a way? Can he get rid of a sitting mayor? Well, uh, well, let me tell you, I'm going to defend Trump here because you've got the Oakland mayor who has come out and openly oh, said we're going to talk about uh, the distribution of ICE agents, their missions, and we're going to warn people who could be the subject of their legal constitutional arrests. That that's interference. Okay, that's obstruction of justice. And that mayor not only deserves to be out of office, she deserves to be in prison. Yeah, and I agree with that. That's that's over. That's going overboard. And other governors, I mean, New York's threatening kind of do the same thing, aren't they? New York City. Well, there's a proposal in New York to divide the state into three parts because the the good people there are trying to escape extreme liberalism. So well, yeah, yeah. What? There's five states. There's five states to answer your question that are embracing secessionist movements. Yeah, there are. So that implies to me that the Third World War that we we were told about while I was in the service is over ideology, not over land. Not yeah, you're fading out on me a little bit, Lance. Our bands, excuse Sorry. me. I, I yeah. said that, that we were told the next World War, our next war, was going to be over ideology, not over land, not over power. It's going to be over ideology, and it seems like it's going that way. And well, severely that way. I agree with you. That's the ribbon on the package, but at the root of all government, important. the root of all conflict, is money and power. Oh, it is, and we definitely don't have power or money, Dave. You and I, we don't. We don't have that. Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't know my reach. All we have is our voice. All we have is our voice and our spirit. Well, that's power. To 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 them, that's why I believe I have not been shut down. Because there are those people that believe like us within certain government government places that are keeping us on. Dave, you and I have talked about that. We know that at this point. Well, the spiritual... Now, how long will that will last? I don't know. If there is to be a defeat of those who come against our freedoms, the battle will first be won in the spiritual realm. Because we can't yes. compete with them in the physical realm. No. Not at this point. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. And I, you know, we, we may disagree on people and things. Dave, we always have. We've always had those discussions. Even with Bill, we had funny discussions and stuff. 
but it's just a matter of we can all sit on the same room and see what's happening and see the pieces being played and agree. We may not agree on where they're leading to or where the ultimate goal is because we don't know the ultimate goal. We really don't. We have an idea of what it might be, but we don't know it. Well, I, I, I do one. know. I, I, you know what, Vance? I feel I do know. Yeah, you know, okay. I, I do I know. Idea, I, I know where I, no, I don't know where it's going. I know where it's at. You let you let the deep state Democrats run things. You'll have a country devoid of Fifth Amendment property ownership. You'll introduce neo feudalism, midnight arrests, FEMA camps, and mass executions. And and listen, you got people in Bernie Sanders' campaign, four of them independently of oh, each God. other, all saying that that's what we should do. And then on the other side, which you have is you have wealth redistribution where they want to create a large permanent underclass that they rule over in some kind of aristocratic arrangement. Both are wrong, but I'll tell you what, there's a huge difference between the two if you had to choose between the two to live in. There is, and and slavery is not dead. Because right now the government can come in and take land like they're doing on the border wall. They can come in and take land anytime they want. And that's wrong. That's wrong. But they can do it. Now, you They've remember my it. land struggle against McCain. So yeah, I, 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 I am very, very, I, know. I get my back up against that kind of crap. Trump needs to make sure that all those landowners at the border are properly compensated with fair market value. But they're not. That's that's the, some of the complaints. Do you know that for a fact? Because I don't know of any individual cases. I do. And I do. I know of two of them because they've called me and stuff. And they, 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 they got what was it five dollars five dollars per half acre it's it's weird how it worked out and stuff now they went ahead and did it and they still haven't got their money um so there's games and then also there's certain aspects that are happening and I'm, i'm trying to track this down this is a research project i'm doing dave and you can look at it as well that the federal government has come in and taken over certain properties within cities that the ownership can't be found, so the federal government comes in and takes over the building. Now, if you remember, right, that happened in Phoenix. Kind of. It was uh, yeah. not the way you're describing it exactly, no. but they tried to create enterprise zones. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. So it, there's a game being played. Now, when they openly come in and said, no, you know what, we're taking this over, we're taking this portion, like, let's say, we're going to take over in Detroit, this area that's in if they ever come out and say, by the way, the federal government now is taking this part of the city over, now some people would be glad because that parts of Detroit are really bad, Dave, really bad. But what does that – and it's just it's the question of what, how far can they move. Now, land ownership and everything else, because ultimately the federal government – and most people may not know this – federal government, because they have a right through – that was passed – that was in the 30s or 40s, that they have mineral rights on any land, in anybody's land. That's true. Okay. Most people, you may think you own the water, but you really don't. <laughs> we just found like, that out, yeah. In, yeah. in our struggle well, against McCain, like it was water, yep. Yeah, it was water. And just now, Trump just signed a bill or executive order that gives farmers all more water in California. I saw that. Yeah, Okay. But so but look at the other side. Don't don't leave that point too quickly. Okay? Okay. 
Trump ordered this, but it was California, as they did with the San Joaquin Valley farmers, denied them water over a two-inch smelt fish, drove thousands of them out of business and bankrupted them. Yep. And this is yep. what Trump is countering. I actually support Trump and what he's doing here. I don't. I read it. I don't have a problem with what he's doing because it killed. It raised prices on a lot of food products. It killed a lot of workers. It killed landowners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't disagree with you. It just you know, it just raises. Okay, he did that. He he's done. I've looked at executive works. He's done some great things. He has. Are the people that write it for him? And he signed them. There's some great things that have been done. Some really good things that I thought should have been done years ago that's being done now. But then you have the other side that's, okay, you do this over here and you do that over on the left you do this on the right. So the question is, who's dictating that? I don't think Trump is. I think there's people that are questionable that are in, in the executive office or in the other offices that are questionable. Uh, I know that that's believed that there are, quote, neo-Nazi people that have grown up neo-Nazism that's in actually in the DOJ and in the FBI and stuff like that that are not good people, Dave. And I don't like neo-Nazis. So I have an issue with them because I've been involved with some of the stuff they do. But they've they've gotten smarter about what they do. They're, I know they're in police departments because they've caught a few. But are they there as bad as what people think? No. Are they? Are there other people that have been in power or been in position of power far longer, talking the deep state? Yes, because you know there's a business czar. Most people don't know there's a business czar in this country. Correct. Well, who are you talking about? Well, it's a person that doesn't really have a name openly. But if you want to do business in the United States, you go to the business czar in Washington D.C. This person decides whether you can do business in the United States. Who would that be? They call it. They call him the black hat, and it, it changes every every ten to fifteen years who it is. But they're not. They're not elected position. They have the interest. And they sit on the panel of the uh, what's it called? Yeah. Can you say that again? I'm sorry. Can you say that again? You cut out. Okay. So when you become a general, in other words, it's part one of the committees that you read about that people say is controlling things. When you become a general, I'm trying my brain's fried there. When you become a general, you get to become a member of this group. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we've talked about that before. I remember that now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's that's who that person is, and they dictate how business runs here. If you if you get mad, they're going to shut you down. Like Tesla. They were going to shut Tesla down. Why is Tesla not shut down? Because he decided to play ball. He, Tesla has something that they want. Uh, right now, you know, the big fight by the Democrats is on Facebook. Democrats want to get rid of Facebook. You know that. No, I didn't. Yeah, they want to shut him they down. W- they want to censor everything, but I don't know that they want to get rid of yeah. it. Oh, they'd love to get rid of him. But they can't. He's too big now. So what would they gain? What would they gain by doing this? Uh, I think, and with other properties that they're thinking, I think, and this Democrats issue, I think they want to control how business runs. They want to control the money flow. They want to control the businesses. They want to say, hey, you know what? You can only make 5% of your total income from the business. They want to tell the CEOs what they want to make or what they can make. They want to control the flow of information. 
the goal, the goal is to control the flow of information, first of all, and then control the flow of money. If you control the flow of information and money, guess what else you control in the long run? Yeah, okay. Pretty well everything. Does that no, make sense? Yeah, I know it does make sense. So the bottom line is this, as we bring this to kind of our full circle conclusion, is that Trump, Trump is usurping power that he doesn't deserve. It violates the Tenth Amendment of federalism. Uh, it's depriving governors and mayors of their duly constitutional powers. And uh, But let me ask you this question, though. What about when those mayors, like the mayor of Oakland, for example, uh, are openly violating the law and obstructing the Constitution? And that's where the DOJ, Department of Justice, is failing. They're failing. And for whatever reason, they're failing. Because if she's doing that and she's outright breaking the law, why is she not being charged? And there's other governors and other city mayors that do things. I mean, look at the mayor of New Orleans. He was he was he was he was thrown out and, and almost thrown in jail. Oh, I forget his name. The guy the guy during Katrina. Yeah, and I can't yeah. gosh, his okay. name jumps because out of my he head. Taking, he was taking money. How much money is this mayor in Oakland taking from people? Well, she's a California Democrat, and I do mean that seriously. Yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah, she, pro she probably is. Um, I think there's no question. But you, you've got also, too, you got Pelosi. Well, look at Humboldt County. No, no justice in oh, Humboldt County at all. I mean, they, the, the sheriffs no. there don't even go into the southern part of the county that's run by the Sinaloas under the control of the communist Chinese. And we've documented that nine times Sunday on our show. Yeah. So, do should the feds intervene there? I think it's a national security risk. It is a national. So why aren't they? That's my big question. Why aren't we taking on the things we should be taking on, Dave? That's this a good question. And, I, and I, I, I think that both parties are involved in this. Or oh, certain people, not both parties. Certain people in both parties are involved in all this. Uh, two different wings of the same bird. I, that's, I, I'll grant yeah. you that. I, yeah. I would totally agree. Yeah. Vance, we're almost out of time here, and I just wanted sure. to, to ask you, just a quick summary here. How far do you think Trump is willing to carry this uh, militarization of the United States with the police, National Police Force? Let's, let's, let's be honest with each other, Gabe, uh, Dave, with, with each other. And we got here. 30 seconds. Yeah, 30 seconds. I believe it's going to go as far until the people stand up and say enough is enough. I think he'll take it as far until the people say no more. Yeah, that's and interesting. And that's I don't think there's enough people to do that. I, even I, though we're oh, boy. One yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yep. we live in a nation of sheep. Enjoy yep. your woolite, America. Vance, thanks for joining us. And to everybody else out there, thank you so much for being with us today. I hope you enjoyed this lively debate between two old friends, and we will see you back here next time.